Welcome to Peak Mind. I'm your host, Michael Trainer. This week on The Daily Dose, I want to share some reflections. Yesterday was my beloved father's birthday, and it's been just a year since his passing. And so I took a day to be in tribute to him and his spirit because I am still deeply in relationship with him, no longer in physical form, but in spiritual essence. And so I went to a, a beautiful place here in Los Angeles called Tuna Canyon, where I uh, climbed and sat under a beautiful oak tree and um, thought about many of the memories we shared together, uh, the trip we took to South Africa, the road trips through Southern California. I cried. I made a little tribute uh, with a heart and, and, and left an offering. I ate a beautiful ice cream cone because one of my favorite memories of my father was him teaching me how to properly eat an ice cream and how much joy that it brought him. And I think that's what my father represents to me. He represents joy. He represents embodied essence. It was divine because yesterday as I was paying tribute, a couple of dogs came up to me and they were the embodied exuberance that is joy. And that is what my father is to me. And while I was walking on my hike, I thought about the, the podcast and I thought about you all, the listeners, and I thought, you know, very likely the best thing that I've done in this life, I mean, I, I've done a few things that I'm proud of, but perhaps the best was taking my dad when he was diagnosed with dementia on a trip. I told him I would take him anywhere in the world, and he's very modest and humble, so he never really asked me for anything. But I said, you know what? Stamp your passport, Dad. And I surprised him. I, I knew he loved history. I knew he loved animals. And so I, I took him spontaneously on a trip to South Africa. And we spent 10 glorious days, 10 of the best days of my life, traveling through the countryside. We drove from... Uh, we drove up the Cape Peninsula from the Indian to the Atlantic Ocean. We sat on benches and shared stories. We ate in delicious, you know, little cafes. You know, one, one of the places we went to a winery where they only serve foods based on color. We shared stories. We indulged in each other's company. And I surprised him with a safari, and we rode on elephants under the African sky, and the mother elephant would would gurgle in the nights, and the baby would come out of the bush. And it was... These memories are memories I'll never, ever forget. And they were memories that I will cherish forever. And they were memories made sacred, consecrated, if you will, because of the presence uh, of my father and because of the shared time that we created together. And I know not everyone listening has the closest relationship to their families. Oftentimes, you know, we can be estranged from family members. We can have somewhat challenging uh, contexts. And uh, I'm not here to say uh, where you are or not uh, is right or wrong or even to give advice. What I will say is that 
as I was reflecting during my day yesterday, I thought that for those who need to hear it, take the time, whatever that family is for you, whether it's a close friend, your mother, your father, your sister, cousin, there's a person I'm guessing in your life that you always wanted to do something with and just for whatever reason have never made the time to take them on a trip. You know, that could be a weekend away, by the way. That could be camping. It doesn't have to be expensive. You don't have to fly around the world, although you can. You know, sky's the limit. Um, but, you know, I took my dad in addition to South Africa. I took him, you know, we went to Yosemite and we went to Big Sur and Joshua Tree. And these are the, these are the memories that I cherish the most. And I thought about, for those who, who are going through challenges, if you haven't yet heard of Ho'oponopono, it's a Hawaiian prayer. And it actually correlates with research out of Stanford, which is some of the best advice one can give as it relates to the dying. And, you know, on the deathbed, the number one regret of the dying is that they didn't live life on their own terms, that they didn't take a shot at living it in accordance with their own vision, their own dreams. And I know several friends who have had loved ones pass away and always wished that they had taken that trip or said that thing that they always wanted to say. And so, in essence, my prompt, my challenge, my offer to you is to take that trip with that loved one, um, wherever it may be, to create those memories, not, not to think about it, to do it. Literally stop this podcast and make a call, send a text, write a letter. Whatever it is, I implore you to, to reach out to those who have touched your life and to let them know how they've touched your life, how much they mean to you. And to create those shared memories from a place of service, from a place of generosity, you know, I'll never be able to repay my parents for the gift of this life. But it was an honor to, in the spirit of an offering, to, to make a symbolic gesture of my appreciation. It was uh, the smallest thing that I could do to attempt to repay the greatness of the gift that my father was to my life. And I think it's important that we make these offerings, you know. And the spiritual work, the offering, is, 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 is a spiritual payment, if you will. It's, a, it's an intention setting. It's, it's to let others know that you come in a good way, that you come in a beautiful way. And where there's challenge, where there's dis-ease, where there's imbalance, Ho'oponopono can go a long way in bringing back that balance. You know, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I forgive you. You know, it's, it's forgiveness, taking responsibility, asking for forgiveness, paying tribute, saying thank you, and, and letting someone know you, that you love them. You know, those four steps in whatever words or whatever actions work for you are profound in their potential to take a relationship to the next level, to bring closure, to 
to foster memories beyond your reckoning. And oftentimes those acts, whether they be a phone call, a letter, or what I'm recommending to you all, which is some kind of a trip or experience, they they bear an indelible mark. They they become part of the fabric, not only of your of, of you, but of, of that relationship, of that of that beautiful creation. Let me share the story I've I've never really shared before. Um, I think it could be inspiring. You know, my father was a was a stand for love in spite of growing up, you know, without that modeled in some ways to him. You know, he he passed away without his father ever telling him that he loved him. He never heard the words "I love you" from his father. And my dad did some very deep men's work where he you know came back from a weekend kind of reborn, and he decided in that moment to invite his own father out to tell him how much he meant to him. And for them, it looked like my dad taking him out for lunch and them sitting down and. My dad poured out his heart and told his father how much he loved him. And my dad's dad didn't really have the words. You know, he was a, he was a captain in the military. He was a very stoic uh, guy. He grew up in a generation with the sort of stiff upper lip, grin and bear it mentality. And so he, he still couldn't bring himself to say the words, I love you. But the only way that my dad knew it meant something to him was that his father took the napkin from the table and he folded it gently and he put it in his lapel pocket and though he didn't have the words to say I love you it was his way of showing that the the moment the moment was was meaningful it was consequential and we get to break these you know these patterns of uh, of wherein what, through our family lines, what have you, where we're unexpressed or we're, we're, we're not the exemplification of the love that we can be. And so I've been reflecting on that, and I just wanted to share that out with you guys because my dad's legacy for me is about being that stand for love. And in reflecting in his now departure, in his, you know, in his death, and the year that's 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 proceeded since that death, I think about the legacy of all the things he taught me and his way of being. And it's true what they say, you know, you'll you'll forget what someone says, you'll forget what someone does, but you'll never forget how they made you feel. And I think that rings really true. My dad always felt like a safe place to me. So I pay tribute to him. I hope you, I hope, I hope we all find people in our lives that are that to us. You know, maybe you've been fortunate enough to find a partner that, that is that to you. I'm not quite there yet, uh, but sending out prayers and intention. Um, and we all have relationships in our life that aren't, quite what we'd like them to be, areas where, you know, we could stand to see growth or rebalancing. And so my challenge today is to, 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 to make, make a move, to make a declarative action, to take someone on a trip, 
and to do hoponopono in areas or really with relationships where there's, you know, dis-ease and to find that, that way back to love. So that's my, my reflection for you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Your participation in this podcast means the world to me. It's, uh, it's been a beautiful journey. And we're just getting started. I just went through several episodes that I recorded while I was in Tulum. And uh, stay tuned because it's going to get really good. Please let me know on social media at Michael Trainer If you do take this challenge, send a picture of me with your loved one. Um, write me a note. It means the world to me to know that this is, you know, taking life beyond its own, that you, the listener, are, you know, taking these words and, and putting them to action in life and, and being a tribute to someone you love. So please do share with me. Uh, I'm sending you guys so much love to your journey.